Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Allison Williams chases the perfection with her new Netflix film. Hey guys, I'm Josh Harowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Yet another familiar voice returning to Happy, Sad, Confused this week. Last time we had Nicholas Holt on, he joined the Three Timers Club. Now it's Allison Williams' turn to join that rarefied air of Happy, Sad, Confused. Her new film is The Perfection. It's on Netflix May 24th. And another film, I mean, her last, this is only her second feature, which is kind of crazy to say. Her last film was, of course, Get Out, which was a hell of a debut, <laughs> to say the least, and uh, was provocative and surprising and thrilling. And all of those adjectives, I think, could be used to describe The Perfection, which, again, the less said, the better. But suffice it to say, starts Allison as a, uh, a cellist, a very accomplished cellist, who um, has an unusual rivalry, friendship, interesting, provocative relationship with another cellist. Things go um, to some odd places. Stephen Weber stars as a teacher of sorts who may or may not be the greatest teacher in the world. I might, could I be more vague? Probably not. But look, it's in your Netflix queue. It's free if you have Netflix. It's directed by Richard Shepard, who did a lot of great girls episodes and also has directed some great features. The Matador, highly underrated. Check it out. Uh, and it stars the likes of Allison Williams. So what more do you want? Check it out. May 24th, The Perfection. Highly recommended. Uh, Allison is always a delight to talk to. She is... Um, I don't know. She, she just makes me laugh. She's just fun and smart and, uh, and keeps me on my toes. And if nothing else, you will learn uh, of her odd predilections uh, and habits in going to see feature films uh, in the theater. It's not what you expect. She, is she high maintenance? I don't know. Maybe that's one word for it. But she's always amusing to talk to and listen to. So I think you guys will enjoy this one. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying all that summer has to offer you so far, especially, uh, you know, at, on TV and in theaters right now, there's an embarrassment of riches, whether it's obviously uh, things like the perfection on Netflix or game of Thrones on HBO, but then tons at the theater, obviously Avengers Endgame still out there, but things like John Wick, uh, chapter three, Aladdin coming out. There's, uh, you know, the summer months are always fun for me. Just, you know, I grew up with blockbusters and to, to see all these, all these big things come out. Um, I, I'm rooting for all of them. I've seen a lot of these. Um, so anyway, I'll, I'll be, I'll be at the movies seeing them all. And I assume you guys will too. If you listen to this podcast, you probably enjoy all of it. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation with Allison. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to Happy, Sad, Confused. Spread the good word. And please enjoy this, uh, this conversation with returning champion, Allison Williams. Yeah, Allison Williams. Hi. Oh my God, I didn't see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck in. I appeared from behind your desk. Yeah, that's a little creepy, actually. So sorry. Um, welcome to the Three Timers Club on Happy Second so Confused. I'm so honored. SNL talks here. five timers. Whatever. Bullshit. I love my jacket, by the way. Thank you so much. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I was it's gonna. So <laughs> fancy. It's much fancier. All the Swarovski. I'm really mm -hmm. blown away. And you like the velvet leather combo? Into it. You know, it's a little late in the season, as we just discussed <laughs> for leather, but I'm very into it. Um. So, so much to discuss, as always. Uh, for those that thought she got the, the fucked up weird movies out of her system, 
Fear not. No, don't worry. Fear not. <laughs> I we're have a type. We're sensing a trend <laughs> developing, folks. Uh, we're going to talk a little the perfection on Netflix soon um, as much as we can. We were saying, like, another trend for you is yes. doing movies you can't talk about, really. Yet again, I have made a movie where if you describe the plot without spoilers, it's fine. Yeah. But definitely bears no resemblance to the movie itself once it kicks off. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, so we are starting to see like you know these are the movies that that capture your dark weird heart. Yeah, darkness. You're, you're just like weird heart of soul. Your heart of yeah. darkness. Um, are you surprised that like because we've talked before about like how picky you were about the first film? Yes, and you couldn't have done better in terms Thank of you. picking a debut. Um, and this, you know, again, you, you've done some TV in, in the interim, but like this is probably is this the second feature. This is, is my second movie. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm surprised. It's surprising to me. And I almost don't pay attention to, this is going to sound very strange, but I don't really worry about the genre until much later in my decision process because initially I'm just reading a script. Yeah. And in a script like Get Out and The Perfection, I was taking notes in the margin to see if I was going to be right predicting what was happening. And in both cases, I was like completely wrong. And that's intriguing to me. And then, of course, if the character is interesting, awesome, you know. That's the most important thing. And yeah. so with The Perfection, I was so intrigued by this person. And I just felt like I had to play her. And then later when I was describing it to the people in my life and I was sort of trying to tell them what the plot was, I was like, oh, actually, I think I've done this again. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm oh, playing no. someone who you're really not going to know what to make of for most of the movie. And yeah. I'm in a movie, the plot of which I can't really describe to you. So I'm so sorry. So our, no, no, no need to apologize. Are, are, is the material you're getting like similar in, in some ways or are you getting Nancy Myers scripts as well? Because I get, I get, I haven't gotten a Nancy Myers script in a long time, but I do get the full gamut. I'm very lucky. I get yeah. all kinds of stuff and it just happens that the scripts that are most interesting that seem to get into the most sort of interesting subject matter and the characters that are weirdest, yeah. all of that. I don't know. Those things seem to coalesce into this genre, at least have twice. I don't have the biggest, sure. you know, sample size. Sample yeah. size yet. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's twice in a row that that has been the thing where I've thought I have to play this person. It, it helps that this comes from Richard Shepard. Yes. Who you worked with a bunch yes, of Yes, I worked with for years on Girls. He's so talented. Very talented. And I, I remember him even prior to Girls. Like, I, I loved his feature work. Like, The Matador was always, yes, like, I think, a really I underrated film. I love The Matador. Really yes. good movie. And I love his sensibility. He has a very quirky um, tone. And he's sort of daring you to figure out how to feel about any given scene, which mm. I love. There's a ton of ambiguity, even just tonally, which takes guts on the part of a director because he knows what he's trying to do, but sometimes he deliberately makes things yeah. sort of choose your own adventure in terms of how you feel about a given moment. And well, it also depends on who you're watching with and in what context. And, and uh, this this is very much a film that's like all about perspective, right? Exactly. Um, in terms of whose story are you watching? You're kind of like falling, you know, I, I found myself falling into like, okay, I get this. And then it's like, it subverts everything Yes, a couple times. A couple times. Yeah. Who do you um, trust? Who don't you trust? What is happening? What's the objective reality here? Yes. Where am I in time? You know, the usual questions. All the questions. usual basics. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so so to set it up a little bit, um, you play a young woman who's a prodigy. Mm -hmm. um, a cello. She's a cello, cellist. A cellist. Um, and who finds themselves with Shanghai. Is that where you guys yes, are in the beginning? Exactly. Uh, judging and um, meeting another young woman who you have a... 
rivalry interesting kind yes of well so i left the academy and stopped playing cello to take care of my mom who was sick yeah. and then when i left this other girl came in lizzie who's yeah. played by logan browning who's amazing um and she sort of became the me when i left and so we have a very complicated dynamic to put it mildly when i show up and we are the guest judges at this competition right did you shoot in shanghai I assume we shot in the, shanghai for yeah. a couple of days and That's then we cool. shot vancouver God, you <laughs> for other, it well. other days <laughs> that was none of that was my responsibility but i think they did a really good job yeah the unpleasant bus scenes i would imagine that's not that's not shanghai that's back in yes Vancouver. spoiler at some point we get on a bus and it's unpleasant i'm, <laughs> sure, that'll shock, I'm sure that'll shock the <laughs> that's world even in the trailer though. yeah that's, that's um yes that was vancouver that's traumatic yeah okay yeah there's more there's much much more um pooping and vomiting in this film than i was expecting you know, I, is that, <laughs> I, that is a, I'm going to have that audio clipped and just wonder if that will be able yeah. to be said about I could, everything I ever made. Well, I, I said the same thing about Peter Pan. That yeah, was that's <laughs> true. But all of that was off camera. That was just stuff I told you about yeah. ha- that was happening backstage because I'm actually thinking, yes, uh, it is potentially going to become a recurring thing, <laughs> you know, because everyone I, needs a thing. Everyone exactly. Needs a thing. That's my thing. It's scatological. Um, <laughs> yes, that is, uh, that is a thing that happens in the movie. What's your gag reflex? What's your, like, what's your scatological thing that will always my, make you? My gag reflex has nothing to do with bodily functions oh. in that way. It has to do with a very specific thing, which is like a compound fracture. If oh. someone gets, if someone breaks a bone and the bone comes out of the skin, yeah, that, that is, really will get me. That's yeah, that'll lot. get me every time. I'm trying to think of feature films that have had that moment. A lot of like war movies or explosion movies yeah. or, um, oh, what was that movie with Pierce Brosnan where there's a volcano, Mount St. Helens? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Dante's Peak. Yes, Dante's yeah, Peak. Yeah. Not Volcano, the <laughs> no. other volcano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dante's Peak. Right. I remember that when I was little being like, Ugh, yeah. I don't know if I want to survive this. Yeah. There were no episodes, as I recall, of girls where any um, there bone must have been vomiting. Out. Lena had a pretty strict no poop rule. Um, <laughs> she's anti poop. She, she's anti poop. She doesn't poop. <laughs> Luckily, none of the girls did. Well, that's a celebrity. There was thing. a lot of peeing. A lot of people don't know that when you become a celebrity of a certain stature, they sew you up so there's no poop yeah, that comes out. And, and you don't eat anyway, so like yeah. there's no waste being produced. <laughs> I'm so sorry yeah, that we went down this. It's tangent. all good. But to be fair, this is all off of the film. It's true. It's all off the film. I'm just this feeding is, off of what you provide. Thank so. you so much, and I'm giving you a, bef- a wide. Bef- Buffet of things to talk about, but yes, I mean, I think out of context, this much must seem insane. But it and it, it seems insane in context until it starts to seem a little bit less insane. The shorthand, yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how people like what the shorthand is in describing. The I film. know because it, it's like you could say it's, there's a little whiplash, there's a little David Lynch, there's a little. I don't yes. even know what. So when Richard sends you the script, is there a preamble? Is there a context or is it just sort of read this? Tell me what you think. Uh, he just said, this is nuts. Read it. Tell me what you think. I've yeah. been picturing you for Charlotte. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, um, great. And it was a hard copy. It felt so secret. Like they didn't send me a digital copy. I got a hard copy messenger. And so I read it and it was indeed nuts. And yeah. I saw the potential in it. And I also just thought Charlotte was fascinating. And, um, said yeah and then he he was talking about you know old boy and handmade like he was sure, talking about a yeah, lot of that. like yep. sort of korean cinema um and yes also those any of those movies where the the moral center is ambiguous yeah. for a long time um where chaos sort of reigns very when, interesting when you think back to your childhood was there we all have those films that were exposed to maybe like a couple years too yes, early so many yeah so what were yours well um there was one 
there are a bunch. I had one friend who had older siblings. And so all the, all that stuff happened at their house. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing varsity blues when I was too young and I came home and I admitted to, I made two bowls of rice pudding (laughs) and my dad was out on the porch and I brought him a bowl and I sat there with a bowl for myself. And I admitted to him that I had seen varsity blues (laughs) and he clearly didn't know what to say because he had not seen it and also didn't know how warm should I be? (laughs) I need a little little more context. (laughs) I need to know what did you see that upset you? I also saw, um, Forrest Gump a little bit too early Uh that same house. Um, I saw, I think, I, I think I saw the exorcist a little bit too early and then I saw it again later and it was funny. And the first time we watched it at a slumber party and we were all pretending that it was funny and then no one slept. Exorcist is never funny. Just scary. But when I, well, when I saw it later in life, I watched it during the day because I was ready to be really scared. And Uh then I was like, oh no, this is actually okay. Yeah. Um, to be fair, the first couple you mentioned aren't like, I wouldn't say like, you know, Requiem for a Dream is, no. is traumatic to see no. when you're 12. No. But Varsity Blues... In... I was. I also don't think you understand. Uh, maybe you'll recall that I was only allowed to watch public television until I was 13. Right. So these things were shocks, like real shocks to the system. Like sex in general as right. an idea was just really <laughs> alarming. And then to imagine where I've ended up and the kind of stuff I've ended up doing um, you're, you're is very You're rebelling at 30. Funny. This is where you're Exactly. This is where I'm really going to get my kicks in. Fuck you, Dad. Yeah, I'm gonna exactly. do, I'm I'm gonna gonna do sex movies. on girls for six years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good luck dealing with that. No, I mean it is funny, like given how um innocent I was for so long, the stuff that I'm drawn to is decidedly uninnocent. And there's a lot of new territory for you in this one, things you have not done That's before. True. I'm sure you're alluding to the cello. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. a joke based on something else that he was definitely alluding to. In I don't the know movie. what you're talking about. I don't understand um, that. Uh, well, uh, let's cover the, the cello first. Okay. I, well, really, I bought it. I, I clearly, you are an expert. Cellist. I was at a time able to play the cello. Is that it true? is a yeah. Well, yeah, for the movie. Okay. I mean, it was a very short term. I didn't have long to learn, and I didn't learn it for very long. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But I, I was able to. Hold Passively cello, look it. like an actual yes, well, yeah, works. and make you know make sound sounds that, that didn't is hurt a the human ear. No, yeah, that's great. Um, and it was really hard. I have a lot of respect for cellists. It's incredibly hard. It hurts. It looks super easy. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the idea. It's supposed to look no, easy. I'm joking. It, it does not look it's easy. It's always looked so <laughs> elegant and like, graceful to me. Yeah, I couldn't figure out what was hard about it when I first started learning. And the answer is everything. You have to hold it a certain, it's hard to hold a cello properly. It's hard to hold the bow properly. It's hard to fret properly. That's not even the word. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's complicated. Were you a prodigy at anything as a, if I found 12 year old Alison Williams, like, oh, she's way ahead of the curve on dot, dot. Just talking, producing sound. (laughs) I had so much to say. Actually, I wrote a lot. At 12, mm-hmm. my parents got me a little word processor and I was very prolific. What I wrote a writing? lot, just a lot of short stories and very dramatic screenplays. And they all, uh, they would all reflect obviously whatever had been happening in my life at, at a time. And yeah. we recently found a treasure trove of them on um, floppy disks, which kids is <laughs> precedes the CD, which precedes the thumb drive, <laughs> which precedes the cloud. Um, I realized as I was doing that, that you weren't going to know what I was referring to yeah. until I got to the cloud. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm 22 as you know, so I'm lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're brand new. You're new here. Um, and a lot of them, we went to Prince Edward Island in Canada for a vacation and there was like a lot of fishing happening on that vacation. So for a couple of months when I was, I don't know, 11, mm-hmm. all my writing was from the point of view of a fisherman's son, <laughs> which was sort of like, you know, the, Amazing. my character. Um, so wait, have you read some of this recently? You're saying you were disco- Yes. Oh yeah. We uh, discovered them up? a couple of years ago. Uh, it's hysterical. I mean, it's not 
a great work. It's not a good oeuvre of writing. Like I wouldn't say I should probably publish all of it and win some kind of. I'm sure a couple touch-ups that retro- it's ready for. <laughs> yeah, more than a couple. It's a little all over the place, but it is very dialogue-heavy and yeah. very, very dramatic and directly reflects whatever was happening in my life. Um, do you still write? Not as much as I did. I should. Yeah. I I love it. I just don't. I don't know why. Um, okay. So things that we can hint around. There's, there's some stunts and blood that yeah. you've certainly not done there's in this way. Some romance, which I think is what you were alluding I, to. I wasn't. Oh, you were I was saying, I, I was going to say all three of these things. Oh, okay. Blood, stunts, romance. Got it. Yes, romance. <laughs> uh, yes, there's blood, there's stunts, there's that, there's romance, well, you there's really cello, talk about there's... It. Well, no, because I think I, this is a hard thing. I'm, we're like walking the line yes. between spoiling and not spoiling. So yeah. I just want to be careful. I mean, some of it is sort of in the trailer, but it's out of context. What about the, what about stunt wise? Do you enjoy, uh, you haven't I done did, that actually, much. In- I haven't done a ton and, um, I, I liked it. I really enjoyed doing it. I realized that sort of the key is you're just going to sort of hurt yourself, but just knowing that you're going to do it, it mm. makes it a stunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I mean, it, there are, there are huge skill sets for actual stunt people who know how to do all of these things that are trades that they learn, like actual skills. Yeah. But for the purposes of a movie like this, it's really just, you know, making it look as real as possible and just wrapping your mind around the fact that like you'll pull something, some right. muscle it's will feel happen. weird at the end of the day. <laughs> and you're not what the human okay. body was supposed to be Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And at some point I was supposed to headbutt someone and there's a stunt way to headbutt someone. And then there's a, I played soccer for a really long time right. way of headbutting someone and I did it that way and they went with that way. Um, but it apparently was very scary to the person on the receiving end because it wasn't you know, the stunt headbutt. Your, your method. You were like, I was this sort is... of coming very, very close to headbutting someone for right. real. I which was... I've never done. It would be a very weird experience. This is I how imagine. we know and every podcast. <laughs> we're going to just collide heads. <laughs> I recently shot something that I also can't talk about, but I, I had a stunt. And really? I had a stunt, Allison. What was it? I can't, I'll, I'll t- I, I really can't Anything, say. Anything. Was it a, were you on land? I was on Your land. Stunt? Okay. Yes. And I had a stunt double and I'm so proud of myself, Allison. They did not end up using the stunt double. Congratulations. For me. I did it. They gave me little like pads on my knees. There was such a minimal thing. No, it but like... you take all the pads. At first you say, no, I don't need them. And oh, no, then everyone no. takes them. Okay. <laughs> said, well, maybe that's more. an active thing. Give me a like, sumo can... suit. Yeah. Like, just give me the whole thing. That's where I am now. Give me pad this entire space and my whole body. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you can really get hurt. Um, I just filmed something that had a lot of stunts in it and, uh, I still, I think I enjoy doing them. Is this, is this the, this sounds like a horrible, not the bad in a bad way, but like a horrific kind of a thing. The, the plane horizon line. Yeah. What is going on? I don't know. I guess I don't want people to be able to relax oh ever when God. they watch something that I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm a little phobic about plane I travel. am too. That's part of why I did it. So uh, let's tease this one. So this is about, it's called horizon yeah. line. Um, the basic premise is, uh, imagine going to a wedding, um, where, you know, you're going to see your ex who you haven't talked to in a year. Mm-hmm. You guys hook up. It's a huge mistake. The next day, you're both running late to the actual wedding, which is happening on a neighboring island right. in Mauritius. You hitch a ride with your friend, and you both show up to the flight together. And so you're going to be in a really small space together the morning after. Okay. Then imagine the flight goes really, really, really bad, to put it very mildly. So are you, is this like crazy gimbals, the whole thing? Like you're just like being rocked around for weeks at a time? Yeah, yes. Essentially? Yes. Yeah. It was, but it was really cool. I learned so much. I mean, I learned a lot. I, I saw the Avengers last night and I was able to actually know how something like that in a small way, was, understand how something like that is achieved. <laughs> 
but just from having, I'd never seen yeah. anything green screen before. So now I can at least Got understand it. the mechanics of it. But the actual, like how that movie gets made, I am well, that decades else. from understanding. Well, I think we all are. Yeah. I've seen that one a couple of times. I just talked to the directors yesterday that like what they, I don't even, I, yeah. How did they do that? I don't, I don't know. I can't wait to listen. Maybe they'll tell me. There you go. Um, so wait, so is this going to help your, what do you worry about when you're on a plane? Oh, literally everything. Yeah. Also, it starts with the fact that, um, an airplane ambient sound sounds like a movie where something bad is about to happen. Yeah. And which is the same with like, I don't like snorkeling or scuba diving because you can hear yourself breathe, which also sounds like something bad is about to happen yeah. in a movie. So that is sort of the beginning from the minute I walk onto a plane. I'm like, this feels like a movie where something bad is going to happen. It's interesting you say, that. I think it, a lot of fear is like kind of sound based. Cause I'm like also like, you know, I, I, I grew up in the city here and I find sleeping somewhere where there's not ambient city noise. Like city noise. Oh, interesting. I, I need like that white noise yes. as like some kind of instinctual comfort. Yes. If there's dead silence. I'm, I'm like, agreed. I'm a big white noise when traveling fan yeah. because if it's too quiet, uh, then I'm listening. Yeah. I'm like, wait. I don't want my ears to be doing anything cause they will find something to be yeah, scared of. You've got overactive imaginations. Of you course, and I, of course we've seen too many movies Yeah, in every imaginable context where something goes wrong. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's inevitable. Something horrific will happen to yeah, us. Of course. Our egos <laughs> demand it. Our I, egos I will be the center of a horrible exactly. New York Post headline one day. Exactly. Oh gosh. I hope not. No, I mean, I think that is part of what it is it's the sound yeah and then also just all not understanding it having no control although thank god i'm not actually in control of flying planes or whatever yeah. it's just you know there's I, it's the usual suite of things to be scared of um i'm probably like the, uh, on the early side of you doing press for this one so i'm gonna yes, get you are. i'm gonna get some, some of these stock questions out of the way did you have like a rival growing up did you have like a oh um did i have a rival no, and if I did, they didn't know we were rivals. Again, <laughs> overactive like, one. <laughs> yes, I was just like a nerd wishing to be cool, and all of the cool kids were my were my rivals. But no, I didn't really have like a um, uh, no, I is, didn't really. Is there is there an actor now where you know like inevitably you're going to be so the funny same? if I just said yes and I just <laughs> named their name? No, because I have such Pamela. a weird like, <laughs> such a weird lane yeah. that I don't know. I mean, it's. I, I, I don't know. I could list all the people I think who look like me, but that's not, right. thank God, that's usually not all it's about, <laughs> all it's about these days. Have you had shitty, scary teachers in your, in your life? There's... Yes. Not like, not like our movie and not like, you know, a whiplash level, <laughs> yeah, let's um, hope. uh, bad teacher, but of, I've had a lot some... of Steven Weber for you guys in this one, by I, the way. Yes. A lot, a lot of Steven Weber. Steven Weber. I have had, <laughs> um, I have had. Yeah, some scary teachers, some like really strict teachers. Mm -hmm. I just found out that one of my math teachers in middle school um, saw me, my mom just told me this story, saw me running at, at gym, which is when you're supposed to run, but I was wearing a tank top and mm -hmm. she called my mom and said that she thought it was unseemly. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that story because also apparently she keeps my old math tests in her desk so she can show her students. So I'm feeling, I'm getting a lot this of mixed more messages of from Mrs. O'Dell. I know. With all due respect. I know. She did teach me something valuable, which is when you come inside, you should take your jacket off so you can acclimate. Okay. And she insisted on it. Okay. And we all just were cold in the class. But now as adults, we go outside and we can warm right up. Because jacket goes on. I don't think you Listen, should be so forgiving I, to this, this woman who clearly. Well, the other problem was that I had, she was the um, origin of my chalkboard thing because she had long nails and she wore it on a chalkboard and they would constantly screech on the chalkboard and, and I'd sit in math with my ears plugged because the sound made right. me nauseous. 
And so I didn't learn much. Did so the math tests can't have been... Does the new generation deal with chalkboards? I just imagine it's all no. like 4D yeah, like exactly. holograms in the I think at very least they're whiteboards. At some yeah. places, when I was still in college, they were still phasing out chalkboards. But yeah. I think they're so I get it. You're beautiful. younger than me. Congratulations. What do you mean? <laughs> they were probably phasing them out when you were there. No, no, no. Just an age brag. A mild age brag. Um, yeah, I don't know, kids kids these days kids. were you wait you went to fantastic fest for this one I right did. I, you, I, who would have thought that you would get to fantastic fest before me you've never been no oh it's i mean it's exactly what you're picturing it's I'm so sure. many I, the first person i interacted with was a demon upon <laughs> 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 walking into the festival yeah i mean it's you like know horns like, uh oh, like oh. whole face mask prosthetic situation was this your old teacher was uh, this the one that no, was no she wasn't there <laughs> no it was just a demon who then oh. we posed for pictures together sure. and was one does sort of uh, odd it was a very strange experience but yeah lots of blood lots of costumes it was really fun you're good at, you're quickly probably being a, you're one of them whether you knew it or not i know you're it's be weird embraced. i you're... should start thinking about this as part of my identity yeah. because i yeah i will continue to show up apparently no, if, in very weird if all else situation. goes to hell you can work the weird convention circuit <laughs> perfect, for 30 perfect. years you know i'll become the demon who greets everyone at fantastic <laughs> fest <laughs> I'll just be in deep hair and makeup so no one will know. But yeah, it was so much fun. I'm sure. Um, so last time you were here was talking Get Out. Yes. We couldn't really talk about it at the time, of course. No, but now we can't. Oh, did, that's so fun. Did you, did, you, did you go into, was there like a post Get Out, like depression is probably a, a big word, but like it was so big. It was so it big. It was everywhere. And it, then it's like, how do you follow that up? Like, you know, like it, was it sort of. I don't know. What was the months after Get Out like for you? Well, it was weird because when the um, when the awards stuff was over, which was really the actual end of right. the experience so was that was Get Out. Run. It was yeah, a long, yeah. it was like uh, over a year, yeah. um, which was great because we loved hanging out together so much and we loved talking about the movie and we're so proud of it. So the fact that we got to take stretch it as long as we could was amazing. And then I was already in Vancouver shooting both the perfection yeah. and a series of unfortunate right. events, um, seven days a week, sort of, they were, I was shooting them at the same time. So I didn't really have time to have that post get out depression or whatever, because right. I was working, That's good. which was good. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I missed them all so much. It was the greatest experience ever. And the, the great thing is that I get to still talk about it every once in a while. I'll be yeah. talking about, you know, I'll be talking to someone and they'll bring it up and then they want to talk about it and I will never be sick of it. So well, it's was such it, a pleasure. Was it odd to experience an, a Jordan Peele film without any, like, you didn't have any knowledge going in, I assume, no. of what you were going to experience? Yes. I mean, what do you mean? For oh, the new ones are. The, oh, yeah. For, for Which, us. For us, yeah. I haven't been able to see it yet. I haven't seen us yet. I know. I know. You act it out for you. That's the way it should be done. What do you mean? Act it out in person? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I just got back from shooting this movie and was... I'm very picky about the way I see these movies. I see. My brother had the Avengers ticket, so that was the first movie I've seen in a theater since I got, since I wrapped. Got it. And Us is next. But I want to make sure I have my right seat. It's, I'm not going to go into it. It's a little, okay. it's a little too type A for no, public actually, consumption. Well, we wait, no, yeah, okay. Right. So I have to be sort of towards definitely in the middle of a row, but the row itself also has to be in the middle of the theater. That's I have to have a reserved seat. Right. I have to be able to get there half an hour before it starts. Wait, 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 wait. Can I, may I? <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes. So that kind of defeats the purpose of the whole reserved seat thing. I One know. of the best perks is you can get there like two minutes before. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, how are we even talking about this? <laughs> so first you get to the theater, yeah. you... I, I should put this in the first person. 
apparently not the second person. I get to my seat. I stake it out. If I'm alone, I keep all my things with me. If I'm with someone else, I dump them all into their lap and then go to the concession stand. Okay, I get that. See, look at what they have. Which is always the same, but you still say. need to like, you still need to remind <laughs> yourself. You I don't know. Are you in like a raisinette thing? Are you feeling like a Skittles mood? Are you in a Sour Patch Kids, Sour Patch watermelons? Like right. I don't know, Twizzler. So then what, you look at yeah. the you look at what they've got, and now they've got all kinds of weird like savory things. So right. that's a whole other thing to think about. Did you Look ever at that. To go, go to, to the bathroom. Did you ever used to go to the Lincoln Plaza cinemas where they had bagels and locks available? No, never, but I really should have. That's what I'm actually looking for when I go see a movie. that's what you want, smoke A nice fish, hearty, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Um, then I go to the bathroom, uh-huh. get that over with, pee as much as I can, and that's <laughs> too much detail. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna, that's gonna, more detail than you need. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flag that one. Okay. Go to the bathroom. As much, back, as, just much as, as, I much can. as you possibly can. We were can, just talking guys. about this yesterday, like before a car ride with your parents, when they say, "Okay, go to the bathroom," yeah, you have yeah, to make sure they're really laughing so concentrate. hard. <laughs> and then you're like on the toilet, and you're like, "I think this is what they wanted me to do: is just work as hard as I could to produce urine." Before we get in this car, is this too gross? Have no, I'm I lost good. my I'm mind? Good. I'm the one that brought up the poop. Yes, you did. Okay, so then, so then that's done, and I go back to the concession stand. I pick out what I want. I yeah. go into the theater, and then I like to watch all of the ads before the actual trailers because I find it fascinating what my people in my business are up to, and that's really where oh, you, you get you to see it, like the endorsements and like the weird little paid oh, appearances. The you're yes, about? exactly. I don't play the games. I'm not quite on that level you yet. Want, you want to see the Maria Menounos hosting the, the twenty, <laughs> like that whole thing? All of it. I just oh. want to see it all. I find it interesting. Yeah. And it's good, you know, whatever. And so then I'm very chill and I get to like address everything yeah, in my chill phone. Chill sounds like the word <laughs> to describe this whole thing. Then I'm chill. <laughs> yeah. If it all happens that way, I am chill. But if it doesn't, like I have never in my life had a good movie experience like, rushing into the theater and sitting down. Like during trailers, I don't think that's ever happened in my right. life. Like right before trailers, right. no way I'm not going to be able to get into it. It no, takes I, me a minute. I need to see all the trailers. That's half the half the battle. But I would also think I don't know. I, I would guess knowing what a psychopath you are, yeah, that yeah, you uh-huh. would want like the exit row seat. Like you would want like access to a, an aisle that you don't want to be in the center. That's no, because it's it. about the visual. Yeah. Then once I can be relaxed, which is what all that first part is if. about. <laughs> <laughs> then I can actually just sit and enjoy the movie. I want you guys to oh know my that God. my level assistant assistant are behind me. Just I, <laughs> they both have their heads in their hands. What's the going rate for a therapy session? Because I'm gonna need whatever. <laughs> it's on me. Whatever it is, it's on me. No, no, I'm saying the other way. I, oh. You pay me. Oh yeah. I need... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really working. Th- no, I've already worked through all of this. Okay. This is where I yeah, am at the yeah. end of working okay. through everything. You, oh Jesus. Yeah. Imagine what it was like before. <sighs> Anyway, so then if you're in the middle of the theater, you have the best visual experience, especially with 3D. But even just for us, I just want to see exactly every single thing Jordan was doing because I know better than to think from the back corner of a theater. You can actually get. This is fair. Okay. Not with Jordan. I will not be seeing a movie with you ever. (laughs) (laughs) If you do, I will already be there and I'll be super relaxed and you will just know what happened before. And relaxed is the wrong word. I was so chill. Ask anyone in the Avengers showing last night at 7.50 (laughs) in Union Square. I was there obviously at 7.20. Just ready. Um... You befriended, um, presumably, one of my favorite people in the last year, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I, well, I tried. Yes. I mean, I'm sure you got I, along famously. Of course. I, I really he, loved working with him. He's a perfect human being. He's truly, actually, a perfect human being. It's infuriating that they made one, because now the rest of us know <laughs> that, like, oh, that's striving. possible. Yeah. It's better to be able to tell yourself that that's not possible. But yes, I did. What, uh, what's the I did. What's the overriding memory of Patrick Melrose for you? What's the um, takeaway from an experience like that? 
the, well, it was really fun. So a friend of mine was the producer on it and she, um, emailed me and said, would you be, would you be able to come to the UK to shoot, um, a bad date with Benedict Cumberbatch in the eighties? And I was like, in what context? And she was like, it's based on these incredible novels. Yeah. Um, and I said, okay, let me take a look. And I, I just was absolutely obsessed with all of it. And I was like, of course I will be in a, tenth of a page of a scene this right. it would be so much fun and so that's what I remember is like the experience of being on a bad date with Benedict Cumberbatch in the 80s so I had my big hair my shoulder pads Amazing. and and you know the Cumberbatchness um how good is he in like his three minutes of screen time in Avengers by the way like he's like perfect. that good that he can actually be great in in literally any context yeah he if he did all of the videos before the trailer started, you would come to the really movies host. as he early. He should take Maria Menounos. <laughs> he should take all of their jobs, and then you would come to the movies before as well. I would just to see his work, just to see how great oh, a person can be. But uh. yes, he was like he's just unbelievable. And I watched him. It was a really complicated thing to shoot because yeah. he was going back and forth in time. Yeah. I know it's a Doctor Strange thing, but he was like prosthetically going right. back and forth in time in any given day on Patrick right. Melrose, like within decades. And so I'd see him in the trailer getting reset to the eighties or then being, you know, pushed forward in time sure. to when he was older. And it was, it was amazing to watch him just adjust on the fly. He's just so good. Uh, let's get an update on the TV pop culture consumption right now. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Are we in bachelor season? I don't know. No, we're not. We're between know. seasons. Okay, so, you, so you have time in your life to watch other things. Well, yes. I mean, I, I do. I, I do on occasion. Anything? I make, uh, well, I've been watching game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a, I have a heartbeat, <laughs> but it is, it took, I only, I only caught up. I had never watched it until oh, a couple right. months ago and I, I did it. I'm now I'm with the rest of the world. Are you going to re-release all of your interviews with this cast members? Exactly. Or you just re, like put, make a postscript at the end of each one. And you're like, I asked this question because it was written down, but I didn't understand what I was asking about. Um, generally all my questions. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I'm, I just I, now my, my big struggle is I'm going to be uh, in England for the finale, so I fucked myself over because now I need to figure out how to actually watch it live there, and I'm in not England. I'm not smart enough to do that. So if you can help me, and there's literally no one IT? who could help you. Well, I asked the internet today, of course, yeah. and they sent me a lot of suggestions. Yeah, that well, that's go good, through. but I'm still not smart enough to figure it out. Probably, I have faith in you, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I do actually. And I know that sounds really surprised, but I do. And I, um, I'm going to be away for this Sunday episode. And so I'm also very nervous. Like, how do I, it's going to be okay for both of us, right? I don't know. Are you into K-pop? Excuse me? <laughs> Is that just a, I'm not, I mean, not in any sort of way that would okay. be worth I'm talking about. I'm just fishing. I'm just seeing, I'm just, I'm just trying to gauge where you're at right now. What a, what a, were you trying to gauge by guessing the the least likely thing it's, for me to be into. That unlikely. Well, true. Most of the world is into it. This I'm in the I'm minority. Saying. Yes. Okay, okay. But I have not done the deep dive into K-pop. Okay. Perhaps by the time I come back. I was going to say, next time you're going to feel like a moron because you're like, I'm well, sorry. Well, of course I know I... what it is, but I'm not, I don't okay. have like a favorite band or singer or anything. Um, have you seen Town? Excuse me? Hadestown? No. Musicals? No, I'm behind on everything. It's out of the country. Oh, that's right. I haven't okay. seen anything. Okay. You need anything. to see that. I need to see so many things. It's very stressful on Broadway right now because there's a lot of good <laughs> stuff. And then all the stuff that I missed while I was gone that I'm going to need to go to like Lincoln right. Center and watch in the archives. Thoughts on Aladdin? Very excited. C cried yesterday watching the trailer, which I had already seen multiple times. <laughs> but it was in 3D this time. And the right. music just makes me... 
nostalgic. Right. I'm an Alan Menken fanatic. Get, I as know, you know your friends. So your, your email, any your... any of the chords that he has put together make right. me emotional immediately. And you're okay with the, the Lion King. I'm what okay ha- with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been some people are like, well, why bother doing it again? Because it looks like a shot for shot remake. Like, well, I don't know. Because as filmmaking progresses and as we are able to do different things, like why not see what we can do? Yeah. I thought Jungle Book was kind of astonishing it was. to watch. It, it was so beautiful. So I'm very excited to be able to see that. And Raja, like in theaters, the tiger from Aladdin. I'm very excited. Um. Yeah, we need to get you in like a weird mocap suit playing like a tiger in a movie. This is inevitable. I mean, I think that's my that's my destiny. Right? Next. I think probably. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Yeah, mocap, perfect. Are you excited for the Moulin Rouge musical? Yes, very. I've heard really good things. I have too, and and it's so much fun, and it's still a soundtrack I listen to constantly. Yeah, and. I was at an age where I thought a lot of those songs were original for like the medley that they sing. I thought they wrote and then it turns out, no, yeah, the elephant love medley. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. It's my wife's favorite movie. So I have really, is she excited? Does she approve? She saw it in Boston and loved it. And we're going to be seeing it multiple times. I cannot wait to see it. I'm how could it, it is meant for it. I sort of am surprised it hasn't made the trip to Broadway until now. This is true. Um, this so, is so fun. You're just catching me up on all pop culture. It's great. I immediately <laughs> any from JFK, questions you I should have, have come <laughs> to this office to get the update on what I'd missed while I had been filming. You should get your early tickets for Hugh Jackman doing Music Man next year. Okay. Good to know. I didn't know that was happening <laughs> either. Know? No, I'm behind on everything. I don't think you understand. I follow no, like... I'm starting to get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's unexpected. Yeah. Ask me anything about the news and I can fill you in, I but I'm very behind on... I know, sad. exactly. We so that's where that. I live these days. We don't want Maybe that, that explains my movie choices. Have you read uh, Ranel's book? Um, not yet. It's on my. It's on. <laughs> I'm just getting, it's on my Kindle. To ruin I'm so and, excited. Yeah, no, I got to know Andrew. He's Isn't he lovely. amazing? Oh my god, he's truly the best. I was just talking about um, our sex scene experience with someone because we were talking about comparing sex scenes through time, and I was like, by far the most relaxed one I've ever done was with Ranel's because we just were friends, and right. it was so relaxed the whole time. And you wear such weird stuff doing sex scenes right. that we went into each other's dressing rooms before it started and unveiled it to each other, so we could just stare <laughs> and laugh together, and then. And when the, when the clothes came off in the moment, it was totally funny. And in fact, it was hard to find footage where we weren't laughing. Yeah. So I guess in that way, an unsuccessful sex scene, but right. we got what we needed. Right. So what are you, okay. So where are we at right now in terms of what you're, what, what are you looking for? Are you just open to everything and anything? You're open crossing, to everything. Yeah. Open to everything. I'll read whatever comes in. Um, any medium, I'm not sure what I want to do next. Yeah. Um, Meaning TV, film, Stage. radio plays. Yeah, listen, whatever. I do a radio play. I mean, it, I think they're called podcasts now. I don't know why I called it a radio play like I'm 97 years old. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is so funny. As we said earlier, I was bragging about how young I am, but you guys can't imagine how on cool next, that was. On the next radio play of Happy Second yeah, Exactly. Exactly. You should start calling it a radio play. Um, yeah, I mean, it just depends on what what it is and how it hits me when I read it. And at this point, everyone understands that it's an unpredictable thing. Yes. And, and the people anything, in my life, the people who I work with, have stopped trying to anticipate what my next move was going to be. Have the parents seen The Perfection yet? Yes, I showed it to them this weekend. How was that? Really fun. Yeah. And really, it's funny because we didn't grow up as a family watching these movies. Right. It's not a genre I watched. It's not a genre my brother watches or yeah. my parents. And so, hey, let's we're all watch co- Old Boy exactly. together. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. not a family exactly. movie. Exactly. Or even Get Out was like the first time my yeah. mom had seen a th- anything in the thriller category because they make her too nervous yeah. since like, you know, 
the nineties or something. So it was, it's really funny introducing people to a genre and to a movie that their daughter is in that is, um, alarming in uh, many ways. Thank you for uh, disturbing us yet again with the perfection. Well, you're so welcome. It's a quality piece of work. Thank you. Um, good luck in catching up on pop, pop culture. If I'm have, so excited. There's so any, much for me to catch up on. If you have on. any BTS questions. Okay. That's a, that's a K-pop it's group. a K-pop group, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assumed, just based on context clues. <laughs> when did the, this I'm happen? The, I'm the K-pop expert. I, I work at MTV, so I, it just tangentially it, it, it is it the world. Off. We are like a tiny chunk of people who, or at least I am, part of a small group of people who don't follow K-pop closely. No, and then the you. rest of the world... Follows it. I guess so. Proportionally, I think we're I in the minority. So. I think so. But you know more than I do. I By the way, I love BTS. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> How is that? Was that convincing? Very convincing. Good, good. Um, so wait, back to work now? Wait, you said you're in production now or no? You, you wrapped? I just wrapped. Okay. I just got back okay. to okay. the country. Okay. That Enjoy the rest in. of your summer. Thank you so Enjoy much, Enjoy all that pop culture has to offer. I can't wait. I'm so excited to catch it's up on it be all. Great. Randall's, and I'm going to read your book. And enjoy your bizarre, if you see her in a theater... Don't approach her. <laughs> just let, just let, let her let do it her thing. Just let the process take its course. She'll be, quote unquote, chill in a second. <laughs> she just needs her six trips to the bathroom to flush it all out. Exactly. She needs to buy all her shit. Exactly. Now you know. You are ready to go to a movie with me now. From a distance. Yeah. Okay. So Opposite if there's a guy leader, in like that mustache with like the nose and the glasses sitting in the back with that fedora yeah. on, I yeah. will know that yeah, it's a trench you. coat. Wait, yeah, this is exactly. a weird scene. We're synthetic. Yeah. You'll get kicked what kind out of the movie. movie? Yeah, you'll get kicked out for other reasons, but I will know that it was you and you were there to see me. See a movie. And I'll see you at the movies, Allison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured in this by Josh. (laughs) 